What's poppin' Babble fam? Right now, you're listening to the Mastering Yourself episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. Now, I was inspired to create this topic and episode because I've been seeing all over the TL lately about cuffing season and all that. And it's just so funny to me because it's like we as people talk so much about, okay, it's cuffing season and time for me to settle down and all this and that. But have you even mastered your singleness? Have you even worked on the toxic traits that you obtain right now before you want to jump in and, and, and date somebody just because the weather is getting cold? Like, seriously, have you mastered yourself? And I want you to understand that you need to master yourself, not even just so you can be in a relationship, but master yourself so you can live your best life. Because it would be such a shame to live your whole entire life not being mastered of yourself, to not know who you truly are, to not work on the the things about you that need to be fixed. You're only going to hurt yourself and the other people around you. You're not going to get the fullness of any and every single relationship in your life. And I'm not just talking romantically. Have you mastered yourself? Are you committed to mastering yourself? Do you truly know the ins and outs about yourself? How often do you spend time with yourself? When was the last time that you told yourself that you love you? When's the last time you you took yourself out on a date by yourself? Hmm? Okay. So in this episode, Mastering Yourself, I speak on the importance of mastering yourself and how it's a gift. It's a beautiful thing to do. And really just just really talking about this cuffing, quote unquote, cuffing season nonsense. Um, Whenever someone is supposed, whenever it's time for you to connect and be with that one person, it's going to happen. Um, But just because the weather is getting cold and now you're ready to hop up in a relationship, but you mean you toxic, you you're insecure, you 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 deal with, you still deal with the, the spirit of lust. You're not faithful. You're not a man or woman of your word, but it's getting cold out in this cuffing season. So I'm ready to settle down for a relationship. A relationship is not going to fill the voids that you have within yourself. The only person that can do that is Jesus Christ himself, period. And just understanding that mastering yourself is such a beautiful gift. And it would be such a shame to live a half-assed life and not truly master who you are. It's an evolution. It's a lifelong journey. But just understand that that should be your focus. And when that is your focus, everything in your life shifts. So my only question for you is, is are you committed to mastering yourself? Let's begin the show. What's poppin' y'all? You're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. What's poppin' fam? Welcome back to another episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. How are you doing right now? Like seriously stop and reflect right now. Like truly evaluate your emotions and ask yourself, how am I? And be honest with yourself. Because in this episode, we're I'm I'm really want to dig deep on the topic of the importance of mastering yourself. But I think before you can even master yourself, you need to be transparent and actually look within yourself. But, you know, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of the game um, before I even get into, <laughs> get into, you know, really what I'm going to talk about today. Um, I know, I know there was no episodes last week. Um, 
my illustrious university, the Prairie View A&M University. Um, last week was our homecoming and I was setting it out, setting it out. Not only was it homecoming, but it was midterms for your girl. So I'm like, this is a mini vacation for myself. So I'm going to relax and just take a break from everything. And y- you know, in, in that aspect of me doing that, there were points where I felt guilty. Like I felt like, girl, why aren't you working? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you writing these emails? Why aren't you scheduling these appointments? Like I was really beating myself up over that. But I realized that, no, I I realized that I'm a workaholic (laughs) and it's not funny. And I think some people try to glory. It's okay to love to work and love to be um, someone that's on top of their stuff and just handling business. That's cool. But when it comes to the point when, when you're giving yourself a break, and you're beating yourself up and it's actually robbing your peace, that's a problem. And I want to say shout out to my sis Chantel Hansbro because she sent me this text, guys, randomly right on time and was literally just like, you just something something along the lines of you've been working so so hard um so this week just like you know relax and blah 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 like you just deserve to let loose this week you know whatever something like that and it really hit me like wow like I really do be working hard and I'm over here beating myself up because I'm so used to working 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 that now when I'm put in a position where I'm given a chance to relax and not focus on work it's like, what's going on? So that was a cool little uh, reflection to me, um, just understanding from you. Okay, Jazz, you're a workaholic. And you know, now that you understand that you have this trait about yourself, what are you now going to do to now combat that? I think a lot of times we, we address our toxic traits. Like one thing that just really grinds my gears is um, ugh, on Twitter, Right. When they'll be like, um, quote this with your toxic trait or something. And people are like, well, my toxic trait is this. Like, okay, okay, cool. We love the transparency. We love the truthfulness. We love the honesty. Cool. Boom. But you still just told all of Twitter that this is your toxic trait. You literally started the tweet with my toxic trait is dot, dot, dot. Meaning that this trait isn't helping you, meaning that this trait is actually in the way of you living the fullness of your life. But see, I feel like sometimes when it comes to social media, though, we a lot of people play do for games and crack jokes, which is cool because it is entertainment. Don't get don't get it twisted. But it's like you can still be entertained, but also still be aware of the truth. If you get what I'm saying, I think some people don't take things seriously at all to the point where it's like you are literally harming not only yourself, but others that you're connected to because you're not taking these serious issues seriously. Like you're just brushing them under the rug, but trying to get some retweets. Um, So it's like, okay, you just address that this is your toxic trait. Cool. But now are you just going to, it's like you're addressing that this is your toxic trait and you're not doing anything about it. Like you're just, you're just being transparent. Like this is a toxic trait that I hold. But it's like, if you want to be real, we shouldn't hold any toxic traits. Like, it's like, okay, yes, we do have some toxic traits, but the end goal should be for us to release these toxic traits, to heal from these things and create healthy habits, healthy characteristics about ourselves. But we get comfortable in this, in this, I don't know, I don't want to say social media world, but I don't know. People just get comfortable with... This is my toxic trait and blah, 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 blah. But 
this really brings me into what I really wanted to just really sparked up this um, episode conversation because, okay, back to Twitter. It's getting that time, okay, y'all. It's, get, it's getting it's getting cold now. It's getting a little bit chilly, you know, hoodie season. You know, the, the leaves on the trees are starting to fall. And I'm seeing a lot of tweets and a lot of um, posts about, um, a lot of posts about relationships and cuffing season. I haven't seen some because, um, like I said, homecoming uh, just passed. Um, so, seeing tweets like, okay, homecoming is over now. I'm ready for a relationship. <laughs> Like, I don't know, guys, when it just, I just feel like, and, and, and understand, I'm going to be kind of hitting on relationships a little bit in this episode, but understand there is a relationship series approaching on this podcast that I believe is going to give you clarity and give you, give you clarity and assurance on what relate like the true definition of what relationships are the importance of it but not only just that but just that it's okay not to be in one right now if you're single and if you are in one it's going to help you be a better partner a significant other to the one that you are exclusive with you feel me cool so when it comes to (laughs) this cuffing season nonsense first of all it's always been cracking me up because it's like, why? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just like, okay, because it's getting a little bit chilly. It's cupping season. It's it's beautiful, though, because you, you know me by now. Like, I look at things deeper. And I notice that, okay, it gets, to, it's like seasons. I know, first of all, God works in seasons. God is, um, there's a season for everything. There's a time for everything. So it, it's funny that our human natural dynamic is able to identify, um, cuffing season as something if you get what I'm saying like okay there what like okay like we just left quote unquote not even we because I don't want to include myself but some people just left hot girl summer but now that it's false is it's false gonna get chilly the holidays is coming up okay hot girl summer is over now that season's done but now we're moving and we're transitioning into cuffing season and if you notice this is the same thing that happens every year every year every year every year and my thing is this, I just feel like it's so, it's like, do we truly know what relationships are for us to just so easily just get in it because, okay, it's that time of the year. So I need to look for somebody that I want to settle down with. Like, are you even let, letting God write your love story for you? Or are you just trying to put it into your own hands? Yes, I know it's cold. And yes, it it does sound pretty cool and nice to cuddle with somebody and drink some hot cocoa or something. Like, yeah, I get it. But are you trying to write your love story? Or are you letting, are you going to let God write the love story? Because when you really let God do what he want to do, especially when it comes to love and relationships, he will blow you away. And I've learned that, like, you have to literally surrender that. And so I made this tweet and I was laughing because I keep seeing it and it's actually getting to the point where it's actually cringy. Like, why is our generation, why is my generation so disgusted with singleness? Why are you so, why do you feel incomplete being by yourself? What's up with that? I really want to know, can we please have this conversation, family? Please put me on game. So I made this tweet. I said, 
Um, this cuffing season, I was like, y'all, y'all are cracking me up. Y'all be cracking me up with this cuffing season talk. Have you mastered your singleness? Because it's like, maybe this is probably going to be a relationship thing episode, but it's like, if you have not mastered your singleness, how dare you try to say that you want to cuff somebody or that you're ready to cuff someone? It's like, it's, it's the most selfish thing that you can do because of your loneliness because of your desire to have someone or something even though you yourself you're not ready and in in this episode I just want to talk about mastering and I think this is this in itself is going to be a series because I believe that there's different things in our lives that we need to master one in the first and foremost part is yourself And that's what I want to talk about today is mastering yourself. And it's deep. It goes beyond your romantic relationships, because when you master yourself, you literally set the tone for how your work life shows up now, your family, everything that is connected to you because you have now mastered yourself. There are a lot of people who have not mastered themselves, but want to be one with someone else. How? And I'm not saying that when you mastered yourself, you're not going to fall up short. You're not, you, you're, you're not going to lack anything and you're going to have everything in your life put together. I did not say that. When I say master yourself, I mean, you, you are so self-aware of yourself, self-aware of yourself, LOL. That's a lot of selves in that uh, phrase, (laughs) but you are self-aware. You know, your triggers You know where you lack at, you know your strengths and you also know your weaknesses. Like you, you know a lot about yourself. You know, you, hold on, let me read you guys a tweet, no, a a post that my homie Jay, I always feel like I'm talking about this dude, but he'd be dropping some nuggets y'all and I have to share this one. So my homie Jay, um, he made this post on Instagram. It was like a selfie or whatever, but the caption is what really got me. So listen to what he said. Now, mind you, before I even read this, I've been like in this mind frame since the month of October. It's time to go harder. October, it's crunch time. It's already been crunch time, but it's like, I know that God is not done doing what he's promised, especially for this year of 2019. So it's like not letting up right now. We've only got three months left. So go hard or go home, period. So this is what Jay said. He said, going harder ain't posting more quality pictures and posts. Going harder is building your character by asking and answering harder questions about you. Facing hard truth about your lack, your flaws, and your shortcomings. Love isn't about trying to find somebody to conquer loneliness. Love is embodying and exemplifying characteristics that you look for in others to give. Never depend on somebody to supply what you can't give yourself. God is the source of all your desires. Connect with the creator. Wait, connect with the creator is the real best life. You heard? Okay, Jay, you that was a typo, bro. You meant to say connecting with the creator, but it's all right. I ain't gonna knock you. <laughs> but y'all, Jay snapped. Did you hear what he said? Let me read it one more time because I want to break this down because that literally ties into self-mastery. Like, this is what we need to be focusing on. It's like, so you mean to tell me for the people that's all wild on you want to be in a relationship. First of all, you're insecure. First of all, 
You're not a woman of your word. But you over here say it's cuffing season. I'm ready. But you're going to bring that same toxicity and nonsense into your next relationship. And then when that relationship doesn't work out, you're going to get back on Twitter and start screaming from the rooftops how love is this and man ain't this and, 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 and man ain't that. Like, no, it's because you did not master yourself before you came in in oneness with someone if you are an insecure individual right now as a single human being being with somebody is not going to cure that insecurity and a lot of women I know so many women who think that who feel that and and, and they, they connect with a man and, and get in a relationship because they feel like okay that's where my self-worth is because he'll 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 tell me I'm beautiful every day and this and that but you will always feel an empty void you cannot search for void fillers in things of the world, people. Any, anything that is not God will not fill your void. I promise you. It will never fill your void. It will always be there. I don't care how much money you got, what type of assets you have. Nothing will ever fill the void that you had if not Jesus. Period. So... <clears throat> When Jay said going harder and posting more quality pictures and posts, that got me because you we're in we're in a generation, we're in a season, we're in a time right now. Social media is really taking over. I mean, people literally have jobs in the social media marketing field now and in and, and companies like social media is it. It is. And we know that people, some people put a lot of time and effort and spend a lot of their literal life scrolling on the timelines, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, whatever the case may be. And it's like sometimes let's keep it a buck. There are people who post or it might even be you from time to time. You make you make a post because you want a certain somebody to see it or you want to post that one picture because you look like this right now and you want people to see that you good. You know what I'm saying? You 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 balling right now. You you going out good. But after you post that picture, you're still depressed, sad, insecure in your bedroom. But on Instagram, you the hottie from the block. You get what I'm saying? So it's just like. You can have all these magnificent posts. I don't care if you're getting 2 million likes on your stuff. I could care less. How is your character looking? It's a lot of people who look good from the physical. But when when you get beneath the surface in, in character, your character is trash. And it'd it, it be so sad, you all. Like, it'd be so sad listening to like or meeting someone who is so you know handsome or attractive you're like okay this could be a good person and especially some women I know so many beautiful women so beautiful on the outside but their personalities suck it's like it, it, it makes you actually ugly in a sense like your character is what holds weight and, and, and I think that is what mastering yourself means so I think number one when it comes to self-mastery is understand first of all where are you right now like be honest where are you right now in this present moment right now where are you how how do you react to things how are you feeling right now like okay for instance me I'm Jasmine Charlie. It's 2019. Um, I am. I'm, I'm not depressed. I'm not sad. I'm not insecure. I um. I, 
I'm learning that I, I have a lot on my plate. I'm, I'm learning how to, t- I'm learning how to be a woman of my word and manage my time more efficiently. I'm understanding that right now in this season, I don't have a lot of time to waste and my time is truly everything. So whatever I give or whoever I give my time to, whether it's one second, whether it's 30 seconds, whether it's an hour or two, that all is important to me right now. I know that I'm a woman who loves um, who loves quality time. I love to eat. I love me some Chipotle. I like this. I hate when people get don't give me their full undivided attention. I despise when people don't give me their full undivided attention. I despise people who aren't a man or a woman of their word. Like that is you drawing the, the blueprint of who you currently are right now. I like this. I don't like this. I'm not comfortable with this. I'm comfortable with this. I'm strong in this area. I'm not strong in this area. You literally need to be truthful with yourself. And it's sad because it's like, we don't spend enough time with ourselves. And there's some people who are so eager to, to be in a relationship and, and, and to, to get themselves out there. But it's like, you don't spend time with yourself. Do you even know yourself? Because you're going to bring that same nonsense into your relationship. And it's like, if you can't even stand your own presence, what makes you think the person that you're going to connect with is going to want to stand, can stand your presence too. You have to literally master yourself. And I tell people all the time, like I said, this is not the relationship episode series, but boom, whatever. Singleness. You know that you've truly mastered singleness when you're not complaining about being single. If there is any complaint about being single, you have not fully mastered your singleness because when you've mastered your singleness and please understand that singleness has nothing to do necessarily with nobody likes me. I'm not in a relationship. It has nothing to do with that. Singleness literally is a season when you are working on you. You're learning about yourself. You're being you're working on being the best version of yourself, not only for yourself, but everyone else that you're connected to. Not even just for your significant other, but for your parents, your family, your friends friends, your, your boss, your co-workers. Singleness is so much deeper than I'm not in a romantic relationship. Do you know yourself? What are your triggers? Who are you? Because if you don't know yourself, how can you literally be one with somebody in a relationship? You don't know yourself. So before you enter a relationship, you need to know who you are. And some parts of who you are are toxic and those parts got to be healed. Those got to be healed and you can only get healed through God, bro. You can't get healed through some of you. I, I feel it. I feel it. There is somebody right now listening to this and, and you think you really think that being in a relationship is going to heal a part of you. It's not. It's not. And you've been trying to do it for your past relationships. Your past. It's not. You have to be able and in a season to, to separate yourself and say, you know what? I'm going to learn about myself. What can I do? Can I push myself to these limits? Can, let me dedicate a season of me just doing the things that I want to do. Making a bucket list for myself. Shout out to my good sis, Christine. Um, <clears throat> 
we I told her that we, we told each other we're making like a single a singleness a bucket list so all these things we want to do um, while we're single and understand that you're single until you're married so even if you're in a relationship for five years you're still single sis you're still single bro but understand that singleness isn't born it's not a death sentence and it's a lot of people trying to rush into things okay the weather getting cold is getting close to the end of the year i need to get in a relationship no no you're literally we need to our generation this generation this world needs to change the perspective on what it means and what's what what singleness really is and what it means it's beautiful and you can share your singleness with other people like i said you're single until you're married but truly understanding who am I and mastering yourself. If you know you have this toxic trait, say you slander a lot. You like always are quick to find the faults in someone and talk about it with not only yourself and your mind. Because come on, you, a lot of people don't say things out loud, but they say it in their heads to themselves. Or, you know, you tell it to your friends, you put it in the group chats. That's your toxic trait. And self-mastering would be understanding that, being alert of that. Because a lot of people, like I say, would like to focus on the the positives about themselves, but not the negatives, the things that are actually blocking them from truly living in the fullness of their life and truly being in alignment with who they were created to be since the beginning of time. Let's talk about it. So we have a, a person who has this one toxic trait here. And with this toxic trait, they've now one, identify. Identify traits about yourself. Identify yourself. Who are you? What do you like? What do you don't like? Like I said earlier, but two, when it comes to things that you want to change, where I don't want to say who do you want to be? Because some things that we want to be is not what God wants us to be and who God has called us to be. So really, I want to tweak that and say, okay, who does God want you to be? And that's only a question that you can only get from the, I mean, that's only an answer you can get from God himself. Like literally write down, okay, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do in my life? What are your plans for me? What gifts did you put on the inside of me? In due time, if you write it down, have this conversation like I just ask out loud, like I'm talking to you, ask God the same way. And in due time, he's going to reveal it to you, whether it's through a person, whether it's through an experience, whether it's through a dream, whether it's through a thought, a vision, you're going to get bits and pieces and it's all going to come together. But it really first starts with identifying yourself. Who does God want you to be? And and just two, when you identify yourself, the things that aren't the, the cleanest, the things that aren't the prettiest about you. Now, what is the game plan? What are you going to do to hold yourself accountable to not letting this toxic trait of yours become embedded in your identity? Does that make sense? Please let me know. Answer right now, out loud or in your head. Does that make sense? You have this toxic trait, but are you letting this trait become your identity? Because if you have, you are losing. Like it shouldn't be your identity. You should identify the trait, but not let it consume your identity. You feel me? I know you do. So it's like you need to master yourself. You need to master yourself. Where do you struggle at? And be honest. And it's okay. Nobody is perfect. The only perfect person was Jesus. And yes, we have his spirit, but we still have this sinful flesh. So we're going to fall short sometimes. It's in our human nature. So I'm not saying don't enter a relationship until you are completely perfect because that will never be. And to be honest, we need each other. The dynamics of man and woman 
We need each other. Those two different beings, the the design of a man and, and a design of a woman are two completely different things. But when we come together, we're, we're complete. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> fun fact. Um, I came up with this revelation and I confirmed it with Jay because y'all know Jay. I just I really look up to him like spiritually. Um, so wise. So and he confirmed that I was right. So it made me super cool. Like, oh, my God, I really cracked this nugget. Um, but even for the sense like, OK, men think with logic, women think with emotion and me in the season of authenticity. I'm saying, OK, God, I'm very emo. Like, I didn't know I was this emotional. And it's not on, like some sad, sappy type stuff, but I feel I'm just in tune with my emotions. And I said, wow, we're created in God's image. So that must mean that the dynamics of a man is one characteristic trait of God. And the dynamics of a woman is one characteristic trait of God. So like the man, obviously God is a God of logic. He's a logical God, but he's also emotional, but he couldn't, he could have if he wanted to, but he didn't put those two perspectives in one being he separated them and that's not just the only thing that separates a woman from a man but you know that's like you know one of the you know easiest to identify and it's like I'm understanding more about my design and I think one thing about self-mastery you need to study your design like seriously if you're a man study understand God's intention for the man's design. If it means take your butt back to Genesis and study that thing, then go take your butt back to Genesis and study what Adam was doing before God then brought Adam to Eve. Please take your butt back to Genesis. Take your butt. Uh, yeah, that's still Genesis to, to the Abraham story. Study what, what is God's design of a man? And women, us too. You ain't off the hook. You got to understand your design because when you understand your design, it's going to help you better now understand yourself the way that you can master yourself. See, not a lot of us understand our design. (laughs) And see, back when I didn't understand my design as a woman, I was completely overstepping my boundaries and my design as a woman. Like you have to be at some point so self-aware. This goes back into self-awareness. Are you truly self-aware if you don't know your design? Do you truly know God's intention and design for a man? Do you truly know God's intention and design for a woman? If you don't, are you really self-aware? Because you don't even know what you're, what you're supposed to be doing. Do you catch my drift? So I understood and I got this revelation, James confirmed like, yeah, Jazz, you're right. You're right on the nail that the emotional part, God is emotional. God has feelings. He has emotions and, and, and I feel it. I feel it. I grieve with the Holy Spirit and sometimes it's sad. Sometimes it's cool. Sometimes it's beautiful. It's always beautiful, but it's like, okay, God, this is a lot. Like you're very emotional. But then I, I, I meet so many men that think with such just straight logic. I mean, and think of a being that is super emotional, but super logical, all put together in its balance. Like that is so amazing. And to understand that's God. Like the women, our, our, our design, our existence, mind you, do you know, do you remember? Not remember, but do you know that, oh, the woman, the woman was the last thing that God created. Everything was set in place. Everything. We had the animals, we had the scenery, we had the trees, we had, we had, we had, we had everything, bro. Adam was working, doing whatever. 
But then God created the woman. And that was the last thing that he created. And then it finished creation. That's just a nugget that us women, we are amazing. And you men need us, literally. And as much as men want, um, we live in a generation where, you know, if these girls, da, 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 and it's like, okay, I don't need no woman. You're kidding yourself. And you're truly not in the fullness of your life. Sleeping around with so many different people, lying to women, and do, that, that can only get you so far. And yeah, it may be fun right now to you. But understand that there's life after this. There's eternity. And when you're on your deathbed, you do you really want to think, wow, I wonder if I really lived the fullness of my life, like what that would have looked like if I respected women, if I didn't hoe around, if I didn't, you know, disobey my parents or God himself, like where would I be? So I'm saying this to say, mastering yourself is so important. And I just want you this week to seriously be focused on mastering yourself. In Sunday's episode, I am breaking, gonna break down some things that are aligned with self-mastery that are going to help you, um, you know, throughout this thing. But mastering yourself comes first. If It's like, if you haven't mastered yourself, how do you think that you can truly execute in your job? In, in, in the workforce, in the real world, in your relationships, in friendships, you haven't mastered yourself. And I just want to say it's selfish. It's selfish to want to be with someone or be one with someone because I know it's cuffing season, but it's selfish to jump into a relationship if you have not mastered yourself. It is selfish and God is teaching and showing me like where you are is right where God has placed you. You're single for a reason. And God has called you into the singleness season for a reason. And singleness is the most important season of your life because it's a season about you. When you're in a relationship, you're worrying about both of you because, you know, and then marriage. Oh, there's no you anymore, baby. And it's kids. Oh, your life is gone. Your life is literally your children's life. And yeah, it's, it's, it's over with. Singleness is setting you up for every single other stage of your life. Have fun with it. It's not a death sentence. Yes, you can flirt and date around. Not date around. Mm, date with intention. Let's say that. You can date with intention, but are is is your is your pursuit like a flirting with different people? Is it overshadowing your pursuit of understanding yourself more and more each day? Like, how do you do you know traits about yourself? Like, okay, this is how I typically act at this type of day. So at six o'clock in the morning, I'm acting like this. In uh, ten o'clock, I'm acting like this. Eleven o'clock, I'm typically like this. Like, do you are you that in tune with yourself? Like, do you even spend time with yourself? Are you always boom, 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 on the go, on the go, on the go? A lot of people um, live on autopilot. They, they, they wake up, boom, hit the shower, brush their teeth, boom, get ready, get dressed, go to school, go to work, go wherever they need to go, boom. Don't even have a, don't even set time to like literally be one with themselves first. And if you're doing that, you don't know about yourself, but then it's like, if you rush into a relationship and you don't know truly about yourself, you're going to now hurt the person that you're connected to because you don't know about yourself and you're hurting yourself. 
master yourself. It's beautiful. It's fun. And you can have friends or, you know, um, special, uh, what's the word? You can have, you know, you can have fun doing this thing. And you don't got to do it by yourself. And it's not a death sentence. Okay? It's not a death sentence. But I just want to say that this cuffing season thing is foolish to me. Whenever God says this is the time that you should be in a relationship, then boom, this is the time. And if God is saying right now, master yourself and your singleness, then boom. You get what I'm saying? Like, yet the relationship is going to come. The marriage is going to come. The children is going to come. But it's like, God is like, I'm, I'm, I'm preparing you for it. I need you to prepare for it because it's going to be that awesome. It's going to be that great. And I promise you the person that you're supposed to be with, it's worth the wait. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. Don't rush into a relationship just because the weather's getting cold and you getting lonely and homecoming's over. When I t- I'm telling you right now, when you let God write your love story, <laughs> when you let God write your love story, <laughs> you will never be displeased. You will love every single part about it. God is good at what he do. Okay. Can you just trust him? He's been doing this for a long time. And it's like, if you truly do care about love and, and even for like, as a future parent, a future wife, a future husband, like you would want to take your season of singleness seriously. You would want to learn about yourself, master yourself, fix the toxic things about yourself, be one about yourself, explore, do all these different things explore find you know find out your strengths try out new things if you truly loved and wanted to be the best person you could be for the people that you're connected to you would take it seriously so i just pray that god gives you the strength and the patience to just understand that this cuffing season thing isn't by force. Like us Nigerians will say, it's not by force. I cannot force you to now, you know, be a relationship. I can't, I cannot force you. But all I can do is, is hope and imply, eh? That you will take this season, this season of singleness seriously. It's serious. Because if you don't know yourself, how can you help the next person? Help yourself then help the people that you're connected to. Eh? If I'm a signing out, <laughs> but not for real. Like you can't help your, if you haven't helped yourself first, how dare you? Like, how are you going to really help the next person? Help me understand. Singleness is beautiful. And this turned into a semi-relationship talk, but I wasn't even trying to go there. I just wanted to say master yourself first before you connect with anybody. But you can be building yourself and mastering yourself with people, with friends and stuff and, and, and whatnot. I mean, it's not like, you know, you got to be all alone. I mean, but sometimes if God calls you into a season of isolation, then yeah. Because like last year, I was in the season of singleness and the season of isolation. I was in the wilderness, literally living in the wilderness. And eventually God took me out of the wilderness. I'm still in the season of singleness. And like I said, I want please need to emphasize you're single until you are married. You're single until you're married. So have fun. 
the right way, right? Explore, do things. Because I told myself, like, bro, whoever, you know, I end up in a relationship with my next relationship, like, I hope that you've done stuff in your singleness that you can, like, put me on game with in our relationship. Like, for me, if I'm traveling and going sky jumping and doing all this and that, those are experiences that I have under my belt that not only have changed and developed into my character, but now I can, you know, bring that to the table with the person I'm connected to. And that, thank you for, I'm gonna leave off with this, with character. Your character is everything. Your character is what keeps you in the room. Yeah, your outside appearance, what you got going on, cool, whatever, may get you known or whatever, but that's, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, your character is what keeps you there. Your character is what leaves marks on people. What is your fruit? Your character truly is what bears fruit. And some of y'all have trash character. Let's be real. Some some of you have trash character. Some people, we can even name off the top of our head right now, somebody who has horrible character and it sucks. Like Jay said, going harder is building your character by asking and answering the harder questions about you. Like you have to ask yourself the hard questions that's like, ooh, like the questions that you afraid to ask. Like what is really driving you to go out and do this thing right now? Have you truly forgiven that person from doing what they did to you? Like those type of questions, the, the type of questions that might, might make you shed a tear or two. Like, do you think that your daddy issues are still playing effect in your life? Have you truly forgiven your father? Are you holding any animosity towards your father or your mother? Those type of questions. Those type of questions. It's facing the hard truth about your lack, your fall, your flaws and your shortcomings. And, you know, love, I'm reading what he said again. Love is not about trying to find somebody to conquer loneliness. Love is embodying and exemplifying characteristics that you look for in others to give. Before you ask, I want my boyfriend to do this, this, and it's my husband to do this. What are you bringing to the table? Are you able to do that? Before you over here start writing your little Christmas list of what you want, but you can't even bring half that stuff to the table, but you're expecting it and making it a standard. What are you embodying and, and exemplifying? What, what do you want from a person is how you should give. How you want people to treat you is how you should treat other people. That's the definition of love thy neighbor as, thy, as you love yourself. Treat others how you want to be treated. This is why I show love because I want to I want to I want to feel love everywhere I go. I want to feel welcomed and hear and seen. I want to feel seen and I want everyone to feel seen. You're not invisible. When I was depressed, and I'm going to end with this cuz I got stuff to do. When I was depressed, I felt so invisible. Like I felt like no one saw me. I felt like I was here and I felt like I'm, I have all these things inside of me, but people just keep overlooking me. I, one of my triggers, and this is a self-aware trigger. I don't like feeling like I'm a little lame. Don't play me. Don't treat me like I'm a little goofy. That's literally, that sets me off. That pisses me off. Um, and I always felt like people were just overlooking me, overlooking me, overlooking me. That was just one thing. One of the many things I was doing back in my depressed times. 
and it's crazy because now in 2019, in 2019, I have so many eyes on me. <laughs> but I remember literally crying myself to sleep in the past because I felt so invisible. I felt so unseen. And God was like, Jazz, you wasn't invisible. I was just protecting you. I was just covering you. You didn't need to be seen just yet. Like people saw you, but I was, I was protecting you. I was hiding you. I was preparing you. So um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but just understand that some things that you're, you might be frustrated with right now in this season, in other seasons, you're going to understand why God did what he did. And here I am, 2019, so many eyes on me, literally be walking down the street, oh, you're babbling with jazz. Like, <laughs> wow, yeah. Something that started as a voice memo has literally become my identity and it's a global brand but there were times in my depressed times and i and i i know this sounds weird but i thank god for my depressed times because it humbles me and it always shows me not only that it's a humbling experience but god reminds me of his glory because i was in such a dark place i wanted to give up but i knew i couldn't give up because i was too of too big of a punk to give up but like i say i'm never a punk i was really strong and here I am. So don't fight the season that God has put you in. Submit to it. Submit to it and enjoy every single second of it. <sighs> and yeah, so guys, that's all I have for you today. That's all I have for you today. I love you. I love you so much. And I want you to know that like you're going to live your best life if you just continue to just trust god he's going to lead you into everything you need you're going to be fine there's nothing for you to worry about you literally gain nothing by worrying i think paul even said in the bible if one person can add any years to your life by worrying like you can't you you don't add anything to your life but ooh, the many many things that you gain by living a life of faith Whew. Charlie. Well, I love you. Always and forever. And I want you to always remember positive vibes only. Stay true to yourself and always remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life, which is God's will. I love you. See you Sunday.